When people find out my passion for self-reliance, they learn about in conversation, they learn about things like keeping chickens, raising pigs. I have an elderberry patch. I do some canning, talk a little bit about food storage. And nearly every single time the response is, I don't know how you do it. And then the second one is, and I wouldn't even know where to start. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The Swamp Drawer, where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Hi, I'm Wendy Bergen, and I'm the host of the Joyfully Prepared podcast. And I want to talk about some of the limiting beliefs that we have about self-reliance. So people ask me, like I said, I I have people ask me, I don't I remember back when I had a whole bunch of kid little kids in the house and I had a really I have a really good friend and I did a lot of canning and she's like, I don't know how you do that with all those little kids. Honestly, I don't know either, either, but I guess everybody survived. So it worked out, but we obviously place priority priority on those things that are important to us. Now, there are other things that are important to me that I do not place priority on. For instance, I don't exercise. I know that it's good for me and it's a priority, but I don't do it. So I, I want to make sure that as we're becoming um, more self-reliant, that we also understand that we're super good people. We have the best intentions. We have good priorities. And um, sometimes we just, we just struggle to implement our priorities, quite frankly. You may say, well, Wendy, a priority means you're doing the thing. I don't know. Maybe we could have that discussion. Is it a priority? It's a priority. It's important, but I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to talk about self-reliance. We're not going to talk about exercising right now. (laughs) One day I'll do an episode on me exercising. You'll be all like, look at her. Good for her. But right now we're going to talk about self-reliance. Even though exercising is... Um, part of being self-reliant, but that's what we're talking about. Okay. So the phrase goes, the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. 
the next best the next best time is right now. So that's what we're going to focus on about being self-reliance. And specifically in this episode, we're going to talk about building a food storage, a home storage. We're going to call it, I'll refer to it as a food storage or a home storage because um, a lot of times food storage just means food, even though I consider all the supplies part of food storage. So we'll call it home storage. So that can include things like your food. It can also include, you know, um, band-aids or, a, well, a first aid kit is part of that. Um, different things, different things like that. So other kinds of supplies like canning jars, canners. To me, that's all a part of food storage. Now, I also want to say that I think you're probably more prepared than you think you are. That takes a little bit of um, inventory um, time where you go around your home and you um, uh, inventory what you already have in your cabinets and, and in your storage. But I and I've done an episode on that. Um, episode 28, I think it is where to start with food storage. And that's one of them. OK, so. I'm going to tell you a secret about food, um, not food storage, self-reliance, being in a self-reliant mindset. Part of being in a self-reliant mindset is the act action, the going out and doing the thing. And the, the flip side, uh, it's not the flip side. What is it? The result or the, the, the bonus, maybe let's use the word bonus because that's super fun. That's a fun word. Bonus, a good bonus is that as you develop this self-reliant self mindset, your mind will automatically start to see opportunities to become more self-reliant. So let me let me share at least one story, maybe a couple stories. Back when I lived in New Jersey, and I had a whole bunch of little kids. I don't remember how many kids I had, a bunch. My one, one of my friends, I lived more up in the city and my friend lived more in the country. And she had become, made friends with some local farmers because New Jersey is the garden state. And one summer it had been particularly rainy and this farmer lost his whole field of uh, Roma tomatoes, you know, like good sauce tomatoes, plum tomatoes, people call them. And he couldn't take them to market because they had gathered because of the rain, they had plumped up and had too much water in them. So he basically lost the whole, the whole field. Now the, the tomatoes themselves were still fine, but for what he needed to do with them to take them to market, they were not fine. So he called my friend and he said, if you want to come and pick tomatoes, you can have them all for free. And my friend's like, heck yeah. And she called me. She's like, you want to do this? Yeah. And then we, a bunch of other friends, um, we called and we went and picked. We didn't even, we didn't even hardly touch how many tomatoes there were. But I took all my little kids and made them. I didn't make them. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave them an adventure. We picked tomatoes. We picked and picked and picked bushels of tomatoes. 
well, you have to come home and do something with those tomatoes just to let you know. You you can't just um, pick them and be happy about it. You got to bring them home. And there's a whole bunch of work to go along with that. So self-reliance and opportunities usually have some work attached to them. However, they're such amazing, fun blessings. Oh, my goodness. They're just For me, they're the best. When I get a good deal on something or get a chance to go and and work for my food in this way, and a farmer is so generous to to give it to, you know, allow that to happen, that was fantastic. All right, another story. So sometimes it's going to look like work. A lot of times it looks like work, but that's good. That's really good. And it's so great to involve your children, your grandchildren, friends, things like that. So another story was um, we were, we had moved down to the country and we had decided that we were going to start raising goats. So I was looking hither and thither for goats and I didn't know what I was looking for at the time. And now I know. So if you need any goat counsel, I can help you. But at the time I didn't know. So I was just kind of randomly searching Craigslist, finding I was getting goats as cheap as possible. Don't do that. Um, That's my counsel. Research the breed, all those kind of things. But so these goats, um, somebody um, put on Craigslist, this was before Facebook Marketplace, put on Craigslist that they had goats for sale. So we went down to look at their goats and decided to get, I don't remember, two or three of them. They were good goats. And I think we went down there once and then a second time we went down there just to double check. And so when we were down there, she showed us the barn and I don't remember what the reason was, but in this barn, I eyed something up and I, cause she was moving and basically liquidating everything. And I said, is that poultry processing equipment? And she said, yes, she had a plucker. Uh, an electric um, chicken plucker and she had a scalder to help remove the feathers. And I said, are those for sale? Yes. And so we offered her, we asked her if she would sell them and and she checked with her um, soon to be ex-husband to see if that would be okay. And we offered her a certain amount and she said, yes. And so we bought this poultry processing equipment and that has been such a blessing in our lives. In fact, we just processed 42 meat birds a week ago and we used that poultry processing equipment and we tried to sell it before we moved to new to Florida. Um, when we were in New Jersey, we tried to sell it to make a little bit of money and we never could sell it. And so, um, we just, I, well, it was me. I said, we need to bring that equipment with us because it's so expensive to replace things like that. So we brought it with us and we have, we have a nice barn to store it in. And um, we just used it the other day and come to find out, I didn't know this, but the brand that we have is like a commercial grade brand. And to buy that plucker by itself, it's like $1,500. And we didn't pay that for both of them. So I'm keep your eyes out. Um, You may run into something that you're looking like you didn't know you were looking for. I didn't know I was going to find goats and poultry processing equipment. So you're going to want to keep your eyes out. And this is what's going to happen as you're as you're practicing doing this. And the best way 
to practice self-reliance is by building a food storage or a home storage, like I said. And by building a home storage, a food storage, you're going to pay attention to sales prices. You're going to um, think to yourself, if I get one, maybe I should get two. You're going to have, you're going to start to train your brain to think long-term rather than just buy one and it's on, you're like, yay, it's on sale for a dollar. How about buy two, three, or four? If that thing was regularly $2 and it's half price, buy two then. And you, and you start this, you can coupon. That's how I built my, my food storage, honestly, was through couponing. Um, you're going to find yourself in the grocery store, in Walmart, Target, any other kind of places that you may shop. And you're going to run upon a clearance aisle or a clearance section and something that you hadn't considered will be on sale. And so you, so you grab some, these opportunities are going to start being put in your, in your path. I promise you this. If there's anything I know for 100% certainty is that self-reliance begets opportunities for more self-reliance. You're going to look on Facebook marketplace for whatever, and you may, something may pop up. That'll be just exactly what you need. Like a, maybe a garden bed, like a raised garden beds on sale. Somebody's getting rid of it or whatever. Boom. That's it. That's what you're looking for. Or you'll find something else. Um, like I like that on, on Facebook marketplace, I wanted a, uh, grill. I don't have a grill. We're not big grillers, but I looked on marketplace and found this little grill does exactly what I needed for 80 bucks. And I got, I was a good grill. I think it, it sold for double than that. It was brand new. They had never used it. And I think it sold for double retail. So I got a good deal. Now I have a little grill. I have extra um, I want, I wanted a grill so that I could cook in case of power outage, different things like that. Always have backup, um, ways to heat, cool and cook always. Um, so I, like I said, I can guarantee 100% promise that as you make the effort to build a home storage, that you will find more opportunities for yourself. And, and it is one of the, I honestly, I think that um, a self-reliant mindset, being able to see opportunities where other people may see work or a, a nothing of value, honestly, there, there's something I, I have a really good friend and she's like, how come you always find these things? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I don't work enough around my house and I'm just like dinking around on marketplace or Craigslist or whatever. But I have, I have, um, I don't even know what to say. I just have proof in my life that this works hundred percent. This works. And so I, and so because of this, one of the tool, I have created a tool for you. It's a little bit of a different type of tool. It's a, it's a home storage, a weekly home storage list. So what I've done, and you can go to my website, which is joyfully prepared 
dot com and backslash 52 weeks. Okay, 52 W E E K S. And you can download this there. So what this is, it's a it's a 52 week home storage list. So the first you can start any time of the year, it doesn't matter. And this is this is a tool to help you develop a self-reliant mindset. So you're going to gather something every week. It's all not really a scavenger hunt. It could be certainly a fun game to play. It's a checklist. And so the first week is five boxes of oatmeal. Now, I also want to say that this list can certainly be modified to your family's needs and circumstances. The point is that you're gathering, that you're making an active attempt to gather a food storage. If you don't like oatmeal, if you don't like, or if you're allergic to it, then substitute that with something else. Um, this is very um, generic list. It's not going to be any kind of get this kind of brand or anything like that. It's just to get you looking and, and being active in gathering a home storage. So the first week is um, oatmeal. Second week is, I think, cold medicine. Get like bottles of cold medicine or boxes. Third week is five jars of pasta sauce. And um, I don't remember. Some other, the other ones are pasta, of course. Um, adding 10 pounds of your, I think of like rice, these are random ones around the uh, throughout the year. And you may find like this week is supposed to be rice week, but the pasta is on sale. Then go get the pasta. You know what I'm saying? But the idea is that you're going to be teaching your brain how to how to do this, how to gather it, how to look for sales, how to see other opportunities. It's teaching your brain how to store it. It's teaching your brain um, that you're going to use it. It's just because you bring in the five boxes of oatmeal doesn't mean you just leave them there. You use them because you're, you've got a supply at all times. Oh my gosh. I remember during at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh my gosh, this broke my heart. <laughs> I was, I was helping a bunch of people. And so, um, I was a little late trying to get some stuff for, for myself. And uh, I figured out that I had run out of butter. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. Finally, I found some, but like Sam's Club didn't have it. Costco didn't have it. Walmart didn't have it. The grocery stores didn't have it. Finally found some down at Aldi, but it was super expensive. And so now I do my very best to always have butter on hand because life is better with butter. <laughs> I think I should make that a motto, right? A meme. That should be my slogan or something. Okay. So, you know, this is you keeping an inventory. It's you checking things off, involving your family, all of that kind of good stuff. This is a, a great list of basic items to keep in your food storage and rotate through them. Use them. Use them to serve your family. Use them to serve other people. Um, if you have oatmeal and some butter and some butter, sugar, cocoa powder, and what am I, a little bit of milk, 
you can make those little no-bake chocolate cookies. Okay, so here's what we've learned today. And I hope that you will teach this to some other people. I hope that you'll share this episode with other people because this is, it's serious, but it's not, it's fun. I only do fun things. That's why I don't clean the bathroom very often. (laughs) It's a fun thing to learn how to become self-reliant because it's so full of these amazing opportunities and bonuses and ways to serve people and be prepared and and to not go without. It's a wonderful thing. So keep your minds open. Keep your, well, if you only have one mind, keep that open. <laughs> you'll learn and you'll, you'll learn how to do this. You will be able to um, process and identify opportunities to become more self-aligned. You may run into somebody who quilts and you've always wanted to quilt and they're willing to sit with you and teach you. That's an opportunity. You don't know what kind of opportunities or somebody who's willing to mentor you in canning or sewing or chicken raising. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but you'll, the other great thing is that you'll start to develop these relationships based on these solid um, interests and skills and mindset. Oh, self-reliance truly is the way to go. I love it. I love it. Okay. One other episode that I recorded already is episode, what is it? Episode number 18, simple food, food storage meal planning. And there's a download for that one as well. So you can go and listen to both of those. That will help. And please go download this 52 week home storage list. Again, it's at my website, www joyfullyprepared.com backslash 5252 weeks. That's it. That's the end of the backslashes, I think. Um, I'm so grateful that you listen. I'm so grateful for your support and your downloads and your shares and your subscriptions. And it's a super wonderful community that we are building. And I'm very, very grateful for you. So enjoy your day. so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.